gets us before the throne of grace. It opens our eyes beyond what we see on earth to who we serve. And that's our true and living God. And so this morning, I just want to welcome everybody that's in the house of the Lord this morning. Everybody that got to come out this morning, so glad that you were able to make it. We we just um, holler out to to our um, members that are home this morning. They're not feeling well. And knowing that the body of Christ, we are lifting you up in prayer. We are supporting you by faith that God is going to do the miraculous in your body. All those others that are watching us from near and far, we just thank God for you and we may not know everything that you're going through, but praise God, he does. And so we lift up your circumstances, your heart. May you feel this morning the joy of the Lord, for that is our strength. It is the joy of the Lord. So we welcome you, welcome you. We have any guests this morning? Thank you, Jesus. We have the family of God, and you're here, and you're well, and praise God for that. Amen? We're so glad about that. So right now, we're just going to get ready to... Get into what it is that we shall live by. It's the word of God. Amen. And so let's open our hearts, you guys. Let's open our ears. You guys, tell your spirit. Please, please hear what the spirit is saying this morning. Sometimes you got to put a demand on your ear. And so we, we put a demand on our ears to hear what the spirit wants to say to the church. And we will not be, you know, here, there, everywhere. We will focus our mind in on what the word, because the word has a word for everybody. Right where he can come right to your address. Right. The word can go all across this room and touch all of us. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank God for our apostle, Pastor David. And we call him up right now to bring us the word. Amen. Hallelujah. I thought that thing was going to go over. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you right now. We thank you, God, for your, your power and your sovereign authority over all things, God. We yield and humble ourselves in your presence. Lord, we say that your will be done in this place, Lord, and in our hearts, in our minds, God, in the spirit of each and every one of us, Lord, whether present or online, God, you are able to speak to right where we are, Lord, to strengthen us, to encourage us, to build us, and even to challenge us, Lord, that we can be all that you desire us to be. Lord, we pray, God, of all those that are sick, Lord, and shut in, God, we pray, Lord, for those that are struggling in different areas and issues of life, God, and we come to cast all our cares upon you because we know that you care for us, God. Lord, and your word teaches us and tells us, Lord, that all things are working together for the good of those that love you. It may not feel good. It may not look good. Hallelujah. But you said it's working towards our good. Lord, if we would just understand and trust you, Lord, that Lord, that we know that we will receive the benefit. So we give you praise right now. Move our flesh out of the way, God. Open our spiritual ears to hear what your spirit is saying unto the church. And Lord, we give you all the glory and the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Be seated. We thank the Lord for another day. Just, just being here. Every day is a, is a blessing. Amen. Every day is a gift from God. Even as I was preparing to come this morning, 
I was thinking about how good God is. And, you know, sometimes the word of God and the, the, the ways of God, the plan of God doesn't set right and doesn't feel right and isn't <laughs> inviting to our flesh. But it's always good for our spirit. Amen. It may not sound good or feel good at the time. Amen. When we're looking from the natural point of view, but in the spirit realm, God has our best interest. Amen. He knows what's good for us. So we thank him this morning. And we give him praise. We want to apologize for our online audience on last week. We had some technical difficulties, so we had to, you know, end the stream. But we're back. We're ready. Amen. To, to go ahead. And we thank God for all those that are pressing us and joining us online. Amen. We pray for the time when we don't have to have to be online, but you know, as far as restrictions or viruses or things of that nature. But we thank God for the technology, amen, that the word can still go out. In the past few weeks, we've, we've been talking about prayer, praying for our nation, praying for our leaders, praying for all these different things. Amen. That the world is going through, that we are going through, praying for our government. Amen. We, you know, talk about praying for governmental leaders, our local leaders, law enforcement. Amen. And even as Pastor Linda was talking about, you know, the, the first line workers this morning. Amen. Just thinking about all the doctors and nurses and even the counselors that are there. Without them, where would people be? Amen. So we pray, amen, for them. Amen. Is is there are essential? And even as she was talking about that, who is to say who is not essential? God made every single one of us. I don't care if you're the God man. Amen. You are very essential. You know. I mean, we can't dismiss people and say they're not essential. Amen. Everybody's essential in somebody's life, and we're all essential to God. Amen. So I uh, thank God for being essential in the kingdom. How about you? Amen. Glad to be here. But we, 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 we recognize that prayer, you know, is a responsibility of the people of God. Amen. It's important that we understand, amen, if we would remain consistent in prayer, amen, we begin to see the benefits of prayer operating in our lives. Amen. Prayer is not something you just throw up to God without any thought or concern or even without understanding. You know, that's why, you know, as we, we've been talking about praying for this one and praying for that one, we haven't really talked about how do we pray. Okay. Amen. And this is what we're going to kind of touch on. Amen. Is how do we pray? I mean, when, when you pray, do we, do we pray in faith or do we pray because it's a habit? Do we believe what it is that we're saying when we pray? Amen. Do we, do we understand the, the structure? Of our prayer, amen, when we go before God. You know, it's just like uh, I think about my communication with my wife. It could be, you know, just as a matter of fact, or it can be, you know, more intimate and more direct and understanding what I'm saying and taking the time out to consider everything that's coming out of my mouth. Amen. I feel like it's important that when we go before God in prayer is to understand some things, amen, because as we do, I know that I want my prayer to be effective. How about you? Amen. Amen. We, don't, we don't want our prayers to, you know, we, we hear it say, hit the ceiling, bounce off the ceiling, to fall to the ground. But we want our prayers, amen. We want to be able to know that we can get a prayer through. 
Amen. And that's why the word of God talks a lot about prayer. You know, even when we begin to look at it, Jesus was a man of prayer. I mean, being who he was, he, see, he showed an example on multiple occasions where he would go apart. He would leave apart. He would go up on the mountain and pray. He would take time apart from the disciples and pray. He would always find times, even in the middle of the night, to go off and to pray. Amen. And, and thinking about the fact that he was God. And just take time out and apart to commune with God. And I think that's that's something that's very important for us as people, amen, is to take time apart. You know, I know we pray over our meal. We thank him for waking us up in the morning. We pray when we go to bed, you know. But do we just sometime in the day, in the middle of the day, just take time away from everything else and just spend some time in prayer with God? How do we pray? What is what is what is the, the process, amen? So Clearly, amen, we, we must know how to pray. Amen? Just because you can talk don't mean you can communicate. Amen? amen. amen. You know, I was talking because I'm, I'm looking at my my little grandson, and he's a year, not quite a year and a half, but he's running around there, and he's talking. Like he, he knows. But you can't understand a word he's saying. You know, but he, he's, he'll hold a conversation with you. Amen. And you look in his eyes and you believe he really knows what he's trying to communicate. But in his brain, you know, because I was listening to fellas, see, she works with children and she was saying how that children, uh, you know, early in the, in the months, two months old, they begin to, to process words and start building vocab vocabulary of words. You know, so they got it in their mind. They just can't and see I think about how we as babies and as Christians amen you know how many times have we and even when I say we that includes me we've gone to God and, and not known what really to say or how to articulate how we feel I mean you, you know Communicate with God with with understanding. Amen. So as we begin to look at this, you know, to pray effectively, amen, we need, amen, to get out of, no, I'm about to say a few things here. We need to get out of our feelings. To pray effectively, we need to not, but to, to look at the reality of our situation and circumstance and trust that God sees it and he knows those things that sometimes we're excited, sometimes we're hurt, sometimes we're angry, sometimes, you know, we're, we're confused. And he knows right where we are. That should give us some peace right there because he knows the ins and outs of everything that we're dealing with. And when we go to him, he's able to work all Amen. He's able to give us the strength to go through. He's able to continue to bless us. Amen. But we want to know that we're communing with him. Amen. So we, we, we begin to look at this whole thing. We went through you know, the pledge, 
Amen. And last week, Pastor Lynn did a great job talking about, you know, the liberty and justice for all. Amen. And, and that's what God matters. Amen. And in the end is that there would be justice in the land. That's why Christ died. Just one of the reasons he died. Amen. So there would be justice. So we, we wouldn't have to be condemned for our sin. He came. Amen. So that we could be set free from that. Amen. And that's a just God. Isn't that right? Amen. So we, we thank God. When we look at, you know, all these things, like you was talking about the, the essential workers. and But this nation and the world has been through a tough time. This year has been rough. And we're here in December. It seems like it just got here like that. But we're here in December already. Amen. And we're still struggling. California is about to shut down all over again in certain areas. I mean, how do we get past where we are, amen, to some sense of normalcy? Well, we don't trust. Amen. So we got to continue to trust him, amen, because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So I thank God for every opportunity he's given us. But yet we're still instructed, not just instructed, but we're mandated to pray. We pray for ourselves. We pray for others. Amen. But there's one important thing about prayer. That's a must. It's an absolute must. And that's when we pray. Like I say, you just can't throw any old thing out there. But because sometimes we'll throw something out there. We, we, we're just saying, you know, but we really don't believe it. We're really not accepting it. You know, or, or, you know, whatever the case is, you know, so it's important first and foremost before we talk about how do we pray, we got to believe when we pray. So we have to pray with belief. Let's look at Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse number six. It says, but without to please him, for he that cometh to God. Amen. And, and believe that he's able to do what we're petitioning him for. Amen. We're a, he's able to, to answer the prayer. Amen. Because when you, you break it down, prayer is, is simply a conversation with God. Acknowledge him sometime. You, you know, like to say, I'll worship, amen, all those things. You know, it's it's talking to him, amen. You know, his, his goodness and thanking him for the day, thanking him for so many things. Sometimes prayer is just thanks, thanksgiving. You know, but again, understanding that we believe that we're really talking to somebody. We're just not, you know. But belief has got to be the foundation of our prayer. Amen. Because the true atheist won't even pray because he's already given up on any hope. So, but are the prayers effective? 
And these are the things that, you know, we begin to look at, amen. We got to believe, amen, and put it, you know, that God is able to do. In Hebrews 4, 2 says this, Now, we have a promise, amen, when we go before him and we pray, he can, he, we can enter into the rest of God, but if we don't believe it, we're going to fall short. Amen, so he's letting us know that. The second verse says, For But the word them. Why didn't it profit them? Not mixed with faith in them that heard it. No, what was he saying? He said, they heard the same word we did. You know, people in the kingdom, there's people in the world. They've heard the same word. They've It's just words. You see, without Answer situation, amen. The, the only thing that really activates that is our belief in what we're asking, whether we're praying for faith. Is that But maybe you got faith on
sometimes we feel like, you know, because I couldn't do what that person did, something's wrong with me now. You don't know where they started. <laughs> you don't know the Somebody's wish we could be like all you know is the part that they're showing you. Then when you get on the other side of the office, she said, oh. it's not. It's interesting, amen, because we, we have a lot so many things that so we're looking in, and we can't help ourselves if we don't check ourselves, amen, we'll continue to compare. Showing up crazy. Nobody else looks exactly like you. Nobody else thinks exactly like you. you know, just Think about it. I mean, we get million people just in this nation alone. And your number is unique. Just like Just like your prayer is unique. Don't try to be somebody else. Amen. Use what he's given you. And you and him. Amen. As you begin to trust him and believe. Amen. Because we are all. Believe it or not. He's given every single one of us a measure of faith. Even the atheist has a measure of faith. You know. 
Jason. Bye. I mean, just so again. And we start thinking what God can't do. And, and let me let me take it, bring it home a little bit closer. When we start So we choose to not believe what he said. So we need to come to a place of trusting him. Let's look in, in Thessalonians. Now, because he lets us know even the even the small if we just learn how to operate. Amen. Especially when it comes to prayer. Working all so what you're saying you when you heard the word, you're not That's all right, because without a paint, I mean, different kinds of paint, you can't mix them until you're ready to use them. You know, one is the pigment, it's got a that car is supposed to do. So that happens to our faith. Some of you ladies might understand if I say, you know, when you go in your body. Hello. <laughs> in one, it ain't going to do a thing for your head. But you get that. 
but you got to understand, this is what I'm saying. When it's a catalyst, amen, to move. That is so important. Am I believing this? I'm not just saying it because, you know, it's the right thing to say, but am I believing this? So how do we get there, amen? Because, you know, How come we couldn't cast them out? You know, so you know, they were really activating it with the belief. They they seen it happen. I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you? In other words, you ain't got nothing to back up your words. So when we're talking faith, when we're talking, we're praying, amen, what's backing that up? Where's our faith at? Amen. But hold on. Because we got, we still have that measure of faith. You know, if you have that little bit of faith, you know, if you just got a little hope, all is not lost. And I, you know, and I look. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, 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 you know, you, but. We hope because Said, I'm enough faith to believe that this was made out of nothing. That take a whole lot of faith. See, when we think about when he speaks the word. But see, so we understand. 
if we would just trust. It don't appear it's going. See, it's right there on the screen. False evidence appearing what? Real. That's what fear is. Because how many times in your life you feared something was going to take place? And it never did. to be real. You know, I got a couple more acronyms for you, but we'll get to them in time, you remember. Just we don't continue to derail our faith. So we need to know how to, to deal with fear, amen, and, and keep it in its place. Amen. So so we don't wanna we don't wanna When you're dealing with faith, you just got to continue to stand on the word of God. Because he's able to do what? Exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Lazarus was dead. Right? The lepers were diseased. I mean, the, the centurion I mean, that's He said, move the stone. And he said, decay had to get off of him. Because faith overrides the evidence. The evidence can seem. See, there are
You just don't rise up all of a sudden. Remember? Faith is the hope is the substance. And if we stand on that, amen, we can build with his hope. As I was working, So you got And if we were just not And when he got to And then when Jesus speaks to the others, do you believe? He said, what does she say? She said, whatever you say. And they were able to call him forth because they had to exercise some faith beyond. Oh, we, we, we need to learn how to look past what the evidence is saying. Amen. If God says something different, you know, right? Amen. Amen. To act. You know, I'll stop think about who was sitting by begging for a living. Oh, Bartimaeus. Let's look at Mark, the 10th chapter. And we look at verse 46. And they came to Jericho and asked With his disciples, a great and a great number of people. It's only, and the evidence was clear. He'd been there, he's blind, he can't see. Huh? He began. Maybe he ain't been by here before. I've heard that this could be my day. So he can. If you keep on, he pushed past. Come on, but he. But what the?
not going to let fear stop me. But I'm going to believe beyond. Did he cry? We, we just want to be real quiet. Huh? We want to be real still. But you don't want people to get desperate. You know, you, ever, you know, when we watch TV and someone is drowning, they don't say, help. <laughs> help. You know. Come get me. No. He can't hear you, but And say to him, now watch this. What unto thee? Now Jesus. Hmm? <laughs> because we don't need to be assuming, but. my sight. That's what I'm calling it. That I might receive my sight. So now watch it. What did he say? See, it was the faith. He said, because he didn't let the fear stop him. But he stopped. I can get an audience with Jesus today. I hope as he continues to press past the fear and the the, the ridicule of others. Amen. He was able to step before the Lord God and the person of Jesus Christ and receive his sight that day. Because why? His faith was activated. And see, we got to learn how to, amen. The next one is faith itself. So we, we, we start. And then we got to faith. 
Amen. Holding on past evidence. And now, amen, it's a full him. So now we, 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 we done got to the place, amen, that our faith is I have full assurance in trusting him no matter what. Everybody say no matter what. Like they said, he's dead. He's stinking by now. They're challenging what Jesus was getting ready to do. But he said, just move the stone. I didn't ask you that. I can, I can see that. Because the Sadducees... They didn't believe in a life after That was their belief. So, so, Mary and Martha and the others that were standing by. And let me tell you You know, I was dead for four days. Four days? Uh You Jesus. <laughs> but Jesus. They had the reason. It was done. I can see Lazarus saying, Y'all got any leftovers? Huh? Activate something in your prayer. This is what he's asking. God. We're going believing. Let your faith be real. It's just not.
do you hope it's possible? Sometimes we need to step back and start over. Because we, because we, we have. But God is able to do exceeding in the abundantly above anything that we ask of him. But it takes us to believe him. To the point, amen, that It didn't happen. And that's to do in my life. That's the God that we serve. So when we take time. We got to really trust him. Full assurance to what? Huh? We got to believe him. Full assurance in trusting him. That's faith. Get past. Build on the hope. And land in faith. Believing that God is able. Now my time is expired. We're going to continue to work on once we got our faith built up. Once we understand that there's nothing too hard for God. Then, so how do we pray? First, it's got to be with faith. First, it's got to be with believing. If I'm praying for the nation, I'm believing for the nation. If I'm praying for the president, I'm believing. Amen. That God can turn the heart of a king. Huh? If I'm believing for the pandemic, amen, and, and people to come to Christ, I'm believing that God can turn people around. Huh? See, all we, it, it's just our part to pray and leave the rest up to Him. He said, if my people, my people, I barely say that's my people. She's my people. <laughs> my people. Huh? If my people would humble themselves and pray, and I'm just slipping in there, but believe that He's able. Let's stand. I gotta stop. But we know that God is more than able. Hmm. So we're praying. We're praying. We're praying. Amen. We're the, for 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 the will of God. To be done in our lives, in our families, in our ministries. We're praying for the will of God to be done in our nation, in our cities. We're praying, amen, for the salvation of all. He came, amen, that none should perish, but that all should come to the newness of life. So we're praying, amen, that 
God, I don't know, but I know what I do know is that you're able. That I trust you in that God. Like I said, as we began, sometimes, you know, he requires things of us that, that I, I know in my life. There's been times he's required things of me that I really just didn't want to do. But by faith, I went ahead and did what he wanted me to do. Amen. Because I believed that if he's requiring it, he's able to work it out. He's able to bring it to pass. He's able to do whatever it needs to be done because we trust him. So I just ask you to, to bow your heads with me as I begin to pray this morning. Hallelujah. Father Jesus, we thank you. Because your word is true, God. Hallelujah. And you've shown us so many examples, Lord, of the power of prayer in your word. Jesus was a great example, Lord. But, but we've seen, amen, and so many others in the faith to every heart Lord those that are present those that are online that you would speak to our hearts Lord that you would stir us up Lord and move help us to move Lord from fear Lord and grab Lord, that we might activate the faith that you've put, already put in us. Oh, we have faith, God, but the question is, what are we doing with it? Are we so that we can exercise more of it? Hallelujah. That you can get the glory out of our lives. So we pray right now. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to each and every one of us. Right where we're at, right where we need it, God. Strengthen us. Stir us. Stir us, Lord Jesus. That we can stand on your word. And when other things or people try to shut us down, Lord, that we will be like blind Bartimaeus. Hallelujah. We want. We'll stand on your word. Hallelujah. Even when it doesn't feel. Feel comfortable. We'll yet stand. Because you're able to do more than we think you can. God exceeding and abundantly as your word says. So we ask you father. To not let us give up. Not let us throw in the towel. But help. To increase our faith, our belief in you. So when we call name, hallelujah, we're not doing it wavering. Hallelujah, we're not doing it in doubt. Because your word says, He that waveth should not receive anything of the Lord, but help us to stand firm. God, I'm making a petition before you, and I'm trusting that you're able to work it out. I'm believing and I'm, I'm trusting, Lord, that you know what's best, Lord, and that you do it according to your will for my benefit. So we ask you right now, Lord, help us to trust you, to believe in you, to stand on your word. These things we pray in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Meditate on the word. Receive the word. Right now we're going to get ready to receive our offering. Amen. From our sister Kathy Ann is going to Amen. So we're going to give today by faith, believing, activating our faith as we give. Um, the Lord was talking to me about um, sacrifice of praise. We um, we praise Him if we, even if we don't see the um, the thing that we praising Him for, right? We we praise Him because He is God, regardless of what we see. So I was hearing uh, the word sacrificial giving. Like most people want to give when they have a lot. A lot to give. Like Felicity was saying this morning, there's certain things we may be missing in our lives, but God takes care of our basic needs. Amen? So, but there's other things he's promised us. So if we give, he's faithful to give what he says he's going to give us. But sometimes we want to hold on. I know for me, sometimes I want to hold thinking I can make it happen. But God said, no, give him because I can't do what he wants to do for me. Okay? So I pray that you give. By faith, as Apostle was talking about faith, believing that God is really going to give you what he says he's going to give you. So by faith, we give today. We give our tithes and our offering by faith because God is faithful. He will give us what he said he's going to give us. And even if he doesn't, he's still worth us giving him. Amen? So let's pray as we give today by faith. Heavenly Father, we so thank you that you're so faithful that you take such good care of us, your children. And so, Father, today we give you our, our offering on our tithes by faith. We praise you with our sacrificial giving today, God. We give you because you are worthy. We thank you right now, Father, for you taking care of everything concerning your kingdom. We thank you, Father, that you're taking care of everything concerning our individual lives or individual situations. You know all the needs, oh God. And we thank you right now that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we're able to think or ask for. In Jesus' mighty, powerful name. Amen. Man, and I don't think any of us expected to be here that long. Not me, for sure. And not any of us, but, you know, as we've seen the circumstances that took place as we were ready to move into the building over on Oak Harbor Road. And so, you know, the restrictions in the city and the base and all that shut that down. So that extended us and it changed our whole situation and circumstances from, you know, just moving in a place and renovating to, you know, backing up and looking at, you know, buying property, breaking ground and building, which definitely changed everything. You know, so those are some of the things that we were working toward. Amen. And picking up momentum until, you know, March came around and we were working on that, working on plans and the hope. Amen. Community center, which is still in the planning. Amen. It's still part of our, you know, when city shut us down, sit everything down, they were only decided they were to do see essential business. You know, so for the last seven months, they wouldn't even touch our applications for this, that, or anything. But finally, we got some traction, and they got some things moving forward right now. In that area, 
and still have to deal with them and see when it comes to the, the 12 acre plot of land how that's going to work out. There's definitely some res some resistance coming from the base, you know, on that because of the noise zones and so forth. So, so we're looking at a decision being made in that area soon, you know, whether that's going to take place or not. You know, so just want to give everybody an update that when you just everything's not stopped because we want it stopped. It was stopped because of circumstances beyond our control. So we're still pressing, still communicating with the city. But yet, you know, God is still good. He's still in control and in charge and we're trusting him. Amen. So we, we continue to press, you know, when COVID hit, I'm, you know, we ended up not even being able to, to come together like this for 14 weeks. We were in our homes, you know, and thank God that they finally relaxed the restrictions and we could come together to worship and, and you know, now they're increasing more restrictions here and a lot of different places, you know, because of the uptick in COVID, you know, it was brought to my attention, you know, by one of the elders, the other porter, let our pastor let him know that there was a question in this last round of restrictions, you know, why we're not doing everything the governor says in, in you know, reference to his one part that I, I can't, I cannot bow to, and that is when he decided to say that we couldn't we couldn't sing. You can have church, but you can't sing. You can only have one soloist. You know, and, you know, I looked at that and I said, the Bible tells me I've got to obey God than man. When it comes to them telling me how we can worship our God, you know, he does not have the authority based on the word of God and the Constitution of the United States. First Amendment, he does not have the right to tell us what we can and cannot do and how we can and cannot worship our God. He overstepped his bounds there. We, we followed everything else, even though we, you know, we could still say we have a full church. You know, I don't know if many of you heard a, a week before last, the Supreme Court came and shot down the governor of New York's restrictions on the church and told them, no, you can't govern what they do because that violates, the, unless there's a change to the Constitution, they cannot tell us how to worship God, when and where to worship God, because that is our constitutional right. So we stand on that right. And when they decide that we can't sing, well, I'm sorry. That's like telling me I can go to Fraser's and not have dinner. You know, go out to eat, but don't eat. I mean, what's the whole purpose? This is, I think our singing is a major part of our worship experience. You know, because why? You're not worshiping man, you're worshiping God. And when he tells you that you can't sing to, uh, and to worship your God, that's a problem for me. You know, so we, we abide by all the distancing and you know, all the other things and the mask and all that. But when he tell, tries to dictate the actual practice of worship, not so. Not so. You know, he, he's overstepped his, his, his authority way too far there, so. That's that's the reason why I have not even come to our worship team. Well, y'all can't sing now. But not only did he say you couldn't have a worship team, he said you couldn't sing in the congregation. So that means that all we can just stand and watch one person sing, and with a mask, said no. That's that's we're far beyond his authority. So that's why I made that choice and that decision that we're not going to stop worshiping our God, Amen. Because he's the one watching over us. We're not operating in what. Fear. We're operating where? In faith. Amen. To trust God in all things. 
Amen. And just to wrap it up, I said I wasn't going to take be long, but I just wanted to touch on that because I don't want, you know, you know, that to be a concern. We're still doing everything safe as we did before. Amen. And we'll continue, amen, to encourage people to be safe and to distance and to wear the mask and all those things require those things that, you know, because we want people to feel safe. But when you tell me I can't sing, now if you choose not to sing, then that's that's a personal choice. It's a personal decision. If we choose not to do that, but that cannot and will not be mandated in Living Faith Christian Center by the governor or anybody else. But I like how the disciples said, I'd rather obey God than man. When they cast him out of prison and told him, well, but you, we'll let you go. But as long as you don't preach and teach in the name of Jesus, what's the very first thing they did? They went straight to the synagogue and stopped preaching and teaching. Amen? Because why? Their, their confidence is in Christ, in, in, in God himself. So we will continue to worship God freely, amen, without that restriction being imposed upon us. Amen? And the last thing I want to touch on is, you know, God's favor is still operating in the land. You know, because we were looking around for office space and, and hopefully a place to be able to worship. You know, and as we begin to look, you know, things are still pretty tight. But then we were approached by Pastor Howard over at City of Refuge. You know, she called and said she wanted to talk to me. So when I got together with her, she let me know, this was a couple months ago, that, that they're going to be shutting down the ministry at the end of this year. And she wanted to know if we would be interested in taking over their location. You know, so we've met. I've met with the elders. We've talked about it. We've gone over there and looked at it. And we talked to the owner over there. He gave us favor with him. Amen. And all those things. So. As it stands right now, that is where we're going to be moving into at the first part of the year. You know, into that we have our own location, you know, so that we can begin to not have to tear down and build up and do all these things. You know, so we, we're looking to get into that place. And not only are we getting into the building, but what, what her intention is, they take all, all their personal paperwork and all that stuff. They're going to walk out, turn off the light, and hand me the keys. That means all the chairs, the equipment, the sound equipment, the TVs, everything is being staying in place, being given to living faith. So we don't even have to move stuff out of storage and set up. It's all set up. All we got to do is go in there and personalize it for LFCC. You know, and I say, well, wow, I didn't expect that part, but we received it. Amen. It's a blessing. So. You know, and I believe that's going to help to give us even the more of the stability that we need, you know, as far as the business side, as, as well as, you know, the different things that we usually have going on during the week. You know, so I'm looking forward to getting in there. The only thing is that we have to accomplish in order to freely get in and everything to be done is to, again, we got to work with the city to get the conditional use permit in our name. Because they have it in their name, although they've been in there for over 10 years. Although there's another church three doors down, you know, we still have to get a conditional use permit for Living Faith Christian Center. That's the process we're going through right now. And even I talked to the head planner down there. He was saying, well, because I told him, I said, well, they're going at the end of December. We'd like to be in there in January. He said, well, we probably can, we'll see if we can work with you, but we still got to go through the process, the paperwork and all that stuff needs to be done. So let's exercise our faith and pray that they let us go in, uh, even though the timeline of the paperwork 
amen, and all the hearing, the hearing and all that stuff that needs to be done, you know, may extend beyond that, that they'll give us the grace to get us to go in while the paperwork and all that stuff is being done. I believe God is able to give us that favor as well. Amen? So that's where we are. So as soon as we get a clearance from them, hopefully, like I said, I'm believing for January. Amen? We'll be saying goodbye to the gymnasium and moving into a facility we can call our home for a season. Amen? So we don't have to go back and forth and doing all these other things. Are y'all ready for that? Amen. So that's all. Any any questions for me? Any any thoughts or questions? I know I threw a lot out there real quick, but I don't want to hold you too long. But I do want to give us an update. Amen. That things are moving forward. Amen. And we're believing for greater. 